episode of gals pod three pretty brown girls three mics 45 minutes and sometimes more to break it all down this is a podcast brought to you by 10 year seniors and i am one of your hosts michelle today in the gal cave or in the zone cave we have who do we have here Shawnee Comer. I thought Claudia was gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, that was really your cute dread. Well, yeah, I'm so sorry. Claudia. Since you're the next host and all. Yeah, Claudia. <laughs> Today we have a very special guest who already said her name, but she is, I'm actually surprised. This is her first time in the gal cave. Me too. She is literally my closest friend. Um, Miss Shawnee Culmer, she's hey. our guest for today. Manda is not here today. She is being Manda. Um, she had something to do, so we are here. Just me and Claudia holding down the fort with this young lady. Can you tell us more about yourself, ma'am? Who sure. you are? Who am I? <laughs> Uh, my name is Shawnee Comer. I am a freelance dance educator right now um, and advocate for mental health and everything arts education. That's who I am. Okay. I, yeah, that's it. What, what were you going to say? No, no, no. It's okay. I, that, that's me. That's who I am. You sure? Yeah, I was just going to do the whole... You know, master's degree from NYU. Thing. Tell us, man, right, please. Give us, give us, a you line. know. <laughs> um, I received my bachelor's degree in psychology from Fisk University and my master's uh-huh. in dance education from New York University. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's me. Brag about it. That's your degree. It's also your years of hard work, ma'am. Right, but that's not all that I am. So I yeah, was, but it's you know, a major part of your, your journey. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Brag about it. Okay, so we're gonna ask you some questions to break the ice since this is your first time in the gal cave. Okay. I have a few, Claudia. If you think of any, you know, you throw them out there. First question: If you had to be a Bahamian personality for a day, who would you be and why? What? <laughs> Um, By Bahamian personality, I mean a quote-unquote celebrity, artist, a well-known citizen, whoever. Like a current Bahamian person right now doing this. Anybody, it's up to you. Oh, Rihanna. (laughs) Who? I would be the Rihanna version, like the Bahamian version of Rihanna right now. Who is that, is that in what our culture? Meant? I want you to give a name of a like, person of a Bahamian. here. Okay, okay, yeah. I yeah. Okay, You're okay. Not. <laughs> um, I don't know. Let me give you an example. I, think I would know. be the singing bishop. 
<laughs> why would I be <laughs> why would I be him? Because he is fabulous. He is free. He is just, you know, you just out here living his best life. And he loved joke. That's who I'd be if I had to pick one for a day. Interesting. I don't oh. know, they um okay, so I just saw this post from Bodian and she's trying to be like this person who advocates for like performing arts and blah 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 blah. So maybe her, so maybe Bodian for the day. That's I, that's really I thought about I her as know. well, you know, because she's the real bohemian down home. I love to cook type yes. job, and I like yes. that. I and coconut that. got it. Like I love this I like love branding of who she is. It, it's amazing. I okay. just want to say that was my teacher. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does she teach? She teaches RK and family life. I think she still teaches. She was my teacher. Oh my god. See, I love that. Like just all around, like you know. I just love that. I love that. I really love her brand though. I love how she keeps everything behaving and she's so very true to herself. Big yeah. up Spoday and we shameless plug right now. Really? Question number if you had to choose one Bahamian meal as your very last meal on earth, what would it be? Girl, roll her eyes, y'all. <laughs> Bahamian meal? I yeah, love food, man. I love food. Pick one, babe. It was your last. Peas and rice. Cold slaw with the, with the juice going into the peas and rice. Yeah, God, you have um, the cold slaw juice. Yes, babe. and the, the macaroni. You know, I only like sides. So yeah. the peas and rice, the cold slaw, and the macaroni just last meal. That's what about it. you, Claudia? It would be tuna and grits. That's a second. That's a close second. You know I feel but tuna. I know if everybody know I feel but tuna, but I love up tuna, babe. And I told my boyfriend recently the same. I feel like he he asked me this question. He was like, "If your last meal, what would it be?" So I said, "Tuna, white rice, and corn." Mm, And I feel like, but he judged me for that. But right, I just don't understand. Get it. But Michelle, tuna, white rice, and corn is like another level of tuna, white rice, and corn. Michelle is doing wow. <laughs> That's <Wow>. it, babe. <laughs> I didn't forget you had mine, but I really, that would be my last one. And I, is that, can, can we consider that really Bahamian? Yeah, why not? Okay, well, last thing. Question number three. We have five questions for you. What made you go from psychology to dance education in your studies? Wait. Um, so, because, so, you go on, gotta go all the way. So, I started dancing at three. That's been my life, like, all my life. Um, when I was picking a undergrad, I wanted to go and study dance. My daddy was like, no, you gotta go to an HBCU, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay. So I like mental health, whatever, whatever. Um, so I'll study psychology. Cool. After that, I went on to a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. And I was super unhappy because I left dance behind. I'm trying to like rush because it's a long story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I left it behind and I was super unhappy for like two years. And literally on Twitter, I saw a an ad for NYU dance ed program. And I was like, hmm. Let me click this. And I literally applied off whim. And that was it. I pack up from Tennessee and boom. Here I am three years later. Um, with a master's in dance goals. Right. 
Question number four, what is your favorite experience throughout your educational journey post high school? That didn't process. Say it again, please. What was your favorite experience throughout your educational journey mm-hmm. after high school? So in college and yeah, I know beyond. I'm not slow. Um, favorite experience. So going to an HBCU, shameless plug again for HBCUs. I'm a complete advocate. Um, it's just like the ultimate experience, I believe, as a Black woman, as a Black student in general. So mm. I don't have one specific but literally undergrad was like the best experience of my life from meeting my roommate who I didn't like, turned into my best friend, my line sister, my back, my everything, um, to being on a dance team, like a majorette, to pledging Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, to just like seeing where Black excellence leads. Um, I know that's not very advocate-ish, but... It, that's that's all honestly the best experience of my life so there we go okay so our last question would be what is your unpopular opinion I knew I was gonna ask this and I was thinking about it and I don't know let me think um unpopular opinion <sighs> I don't Y'all like. Ain't know. I don't like. You don't like what? I don't like mangoes and coconuts. <laughs> well, that is quite unpopular. Very I mean, unpopular. I could see the coconut, right? But the mango right. across the line, like mango. <laughs> but I don't like mango. It the texture. The te- I am a texture eater. The texture is very slimy, but the taste is just a thing. Mm, I don't know. I could drink oh, sky boy. juice. I love sky juice, but I can't do like coconut water, like right out the coconut and, and the vitamin jelly thing. Mm-mm-mm. See, I never had coconut straight out the like out the shell. Um, mm. I tried coconut water this year, and I liked it. Now, that um, like I, wash. I never had the actual, the fresh one out of the coconut, but it don't taste like like backwash, you know. Yeah, I don't agree. Claudia, what was your unpopular opinion again? That turkey bacon is better than regular bacon. Oh yeah, thank you. I was. <laughs> I the levels, the levels. I love, I will mash some bacon up, but turkey bacon is like close second. Mm. No way. Tastes like paper. No, that, 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 that regular bacon, that's a greasy treat for you. Open the bottle of oil. Papers. Isn't that why you eat? No, you know. Enjoy it? No way. I don't enjoy oil. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, regular bacon. Say, I can give you some meat and I can give you some fat and then a whole lot of oil. And how hmm. do you do this? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, I don't know if everyone remembers, but you know, mine was that I don't really like city girls. No, I don't not really like, I don't like, I don't like not like them. 
but they're blending like the music. in music and all that. That ain't for me. Mm-hmm. Ah. And you know, gals love up city gals. It's very yeah. unpopular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right quick, I just need to take a photo. Everybody. Oh. That was crap. That was crap. It was crap. You look good. Okay, I'll trust your judgment. Um, Claudia, I didn't mention, and Shawnee surprisingly has not mentioned either, but before we go into our little pre-topic, which Claudia is going to introduce, Shawnee has recently started a very, very important organization here in the Bahamas, and I do not know why she did not list that on her um, little intro and list of achievements, but could you please tell us a little more about that briefly before we get into the topic? Um, Thank you. Okay, thank you. Um, So I am the founder of the Bahamas Dance Association. Um, I just, we just launched um, our first like Instagram stuff like last week. Um, Yeah, so a little about it. The Bahamas Dance Association is just what it is. I want it to be, we want it to be a, a space for dancers in the Bahamas to just have a community where we can come and support each other. Um, forge relationships, like working relationships, networking, um, and just educate the Bahamas on the performing arts and dance. We want to have workshops. We want to teach the community about who we are as dancers, what we can do. We don't just throw up our legs. And, you know, we um, have a lot to offer. And I feel like arts education would rid the country of a lot of what is going on today. So this is a community for dancers here. We love that. Claudia tell you she loved that because she's a dancer. She ain't tell you that. You said that before. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, girl, register. Um, I could send you some information. A million and ten saved videos. And I didn't even realize I had your video when you choreographed for right there from Jamie C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that from the day you dropped that. I had that in my saved videos. And I was like, I know this. I like, oh, that's what sort of dancing videos I, you know, never. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. that I sense. so love that. Where can we, um, where can listeners find you, the Bahamas Dance Association? You were speaking about registering. Um, for persons who are listening, where can they register if they're interested? So for dancers in the Bahamas that want to register, um, you can email us at uh, email us at bahamasdanceassociation at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram at Bahamas Dance Association. Um, and we do have a Facebook page. You can like, um, message us there. And yeah, we can give you more information. Congratulations on your launch of the Bahamas Dance Association. After all of this COVID, hopefully um, we'll really, really get to see this come to life. Very necessary. Claudia, you're welcome. We are now going into our topic, our little pre-topic. So I'm going to give you the floor. Okay, well, what I saw, you know, I always seen stuff on Twitter. Always. Always something I saw. And someone said, would you rather, now, mind you, this is not going to be an option for everybody. You know, some people have more resources. Would you rather 
pay rent and have, I guess, extra cash or extra time to travel and do other stuff you would like to do? Or would you rather not throw it away, but would you rather put it on the side for some time to get a house or a mortgage while it's done? Because, you know, some people are into this thing where they're saving to buy a home or saving to buy a property versus going to the bank and getting a mortgage or financing a home, however. But I really made me think, some people said, well, you know, I want to have a house because I want to leave something for my children. And I was like, well, suppose your children don't want a house. Suppose they don't want a So what the house leaves for them? Suppose they're not responsible. So that made me ask, what would you rather? Would you rather get a house to call your own or you rather just don't want that commitment, you know, not have the bank come for your house if you fall on hard times, something like that. Who's answering? Me? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I definitely would want a house. I am all for leaving, like, legacy and leaving behind something for your kids. I mean, it was done for me. And I grew up in a house, like, all my life. Um, So that's kind of all I know. But I do see the benefit in, like, just paying rent and going travel, living your life. Don't have that commitment. I don't know. I'm, like, in the middle of both worlds. But my traditional mind is, like, I need a house to to raise my kids and leave that for them. Yeah. So they could have a place to call home. Right. And paying renting, it's all it, you know. I guess if you are... If you want that kind of life, you want to move yeah. around and but, do whatever. But I, being um, having the opposite of experience of what Shawnee just uh, mentioned, and not actually growing up in a house or a home, rather like that, right. um, I would definitely invest in that as opposed to paying rent because I feel like you, you're just paying these people to stay in that place whereas with the mortgage you pay in but you pay in on something so at, there's an end goal there so at the end of all of this this is going to be mine um, you know a landlord could get up any day and say hey you got 30 days to leave right not even 30 days something. <laughs> and I think even if you don't want the house, you should still have something that's yours. So even if you turn into mm-hmm. apartments or you have somebody renting that. Exactly. So I think it makes sense. Now for people who rather and I he was like, Oh, you may die tomorrow. Yeah, you may die tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. Tomorrow, then what? <laughs> then what? What are you gonna do? You're just gonna pay rent and then you you run a risk. See, like Michelle said, there's an end goal when you pay in a mortgage. Mm-hmm. You're just paying. You just keep paying and paying and paying and paying. Oh, then yeah. you move somewhere else and paying and, then, and paying and paying. And then there's a freedom to it too. Like you could add on. You could paint your walls. You could do. You know. I mean, when you rent, and sure, you could paint the walls, but at the end of the day, you gotta paint it back to what the people. Not want. even some people don't even. <clears throat> excuse me. Allow you to paint their place. Right. Exactly. Or make certain changes, but. Mm, that ain't my cup of tea. <laughs> I don't plan on doing that. Parents got a home, and they, pardon? I say the last thing is my parents got a home, and they moved to England. My mommy and my stepdad, but the house, oh. yeah, and some of my siblings live in it. So it's like 
it may be a win-win situation because yeah. necessarily leave it behind in death, but even though they're still, right. still left for somewhere for them to sleep, you know? Exactly. Yes, Nathan. Definitely want to be able to pass something down to my kids. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If I can, I, no, I do that. <laughs> Pardon? I say not just debt. <laughs> right. That. And it's a lot. <laughs> So our topic for today, were we done with that topic? Mm-hmm. Claudia, you had, okay. So our big time topic for today is very, very, um, I'm losing my words. They're going away. Um, but it's very controversial. Is that the word I'm looking for? I'm going to go with that. God in the universe. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally feel very strongly about this topic but my feelings all over the place if we're being honest mm-hmm. um so how do you guys feel about it well god versus the universe or however it is to you well you know i had to take a wig from on this wall and say okay let me google some of these meanings um, <laughs> You know, um, they said the universe is all thing matter and space considered a whole, the cosmos. That's what the universe is by definition from Oxford. And then God, Christianity is the creator and ruler of the universe and source of all moral authority. And then in other religions, of course, it's a deity. Mm-hmm. I was like, when I asked some people on Twitter, because this girl shared a meme, and she was like, can you stop thinking the universe is stuff God cis head Can you repeat that last thing you said? No, I was saying someone posted a meme, a girl on my Twitter, and it said, um, can we stop thanking the universe for things God did? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And boy, they hold her in the dance. They yuck her right up in the mouth. But why? I understood what she was trying to say, but you know, people, as we get older times now, people are more open. different beliefs so it was kind of like uh don't tell people the what to believe in if you don't understand and just say that but how i see it there's god the universe is just where all the planets is and stars are in different galaxies that's what the universe is for me now some people the replies i got some people said well the universe is God, for people who don't believe in God, I guess people who are atheists or whatever, they said, well, they just believe in the universe. The universe is their moral authority. That's not what I believe in. But that's what people were saying. And then somebody said, you know, God is genderless. So the universe and God is one. So when they think in the universe, they, I, I, I get it. So it's like, okay, I see where some of y'all are coming from. And some people are just like, well, you know, some people just like to believe in other stuff aside from God. So they believe in God and they believe in the universe. They know they're different, but I just needed them to tell me what exactly was the difference. If you believe in both, if you believe in God and then you believe in the universe, what is the universe? What is that exactly? I didn't get an exact answer in time, but 
Yeah. I believe in God. I believe God is the head. And I know other folks have different beliefs and other stuff, but that's my stance on it. So my stance is my mode was my mode is be biting up when these these topics going on because I just have a lot that I want to say. Right. But my whole take on it is, and it's similar to a post I saw on Instagram before where this girl said, God and the universe are not synonymous. Um, God is the creator of the universe. And I feel when people acknowledge the universe more than they acknowledge him, it's because they are uncomfortable with the, um, I guess, I guess depending on their belief, <clears throat> what's happening. Your camera went off. Hold on. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah. So I I think um I think people use this universe thing as a way to like describe astrology, right? Yeah. They I, I, they <laughs> they lean into the whole idea of the universe because okay, so you know how they say people don't believe, don't have faith in God or don't believe in God because you know you can't see him, you can't whatever. Yeah. He's not tangible. But astrology and like the the teachings of astrology, um, that's tangible. Like you could read about um, your your rising and your um, moon and sun and and you could grasp some kind of understanding of like life from astrology and I think the whole idea of like oh thank the universe comes from that which I get because I am really interested in astrology but it's so different like God created astrology you know I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know why I don't know I don't know why God is so people just don't get it people don't believe after everything after all of these things going on natural disasters and like people surviving them and people why you don't believe in God? God, have these birds chirping outside your window. Like you waking up every morning and you think that's because what? I don't know. But of course you can't judge. People right. went through all kind of different experiences and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. So my whole view on the thing is um, I am not comfortable with people. It's almost as though they worship the universe because they would rather do that as opposed to... Um, giving God the credit as creator and ruler and whatever. I just feel like it's, it's, and this is my own feelings not to be judged by anyone else, but this is how I view it. I just feel like they would rather um, put that as their God because it's more so what they could see and they could, they could force reason and logic onto it. Mm-hmm. But the actual idea of God, they can't really. So I'm going to acknowledge the universe as my source of life, as my source of energy, as my source of everything, because attributing these things to God is a bit too much and makes me uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. okay. I can't really prove God or see God. So I'll say this instead. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. They need everyone needs something tangible to believe in. 
Yeah, but then that's the whole... And <laughs> I have this in my notes. <laughs> that one of the main um, themes of the Bible is faith, which is believing without seeing or without proof, which in itself is an uncomfortable idea for most people and almost impractical. Um, and then everything that else that I said just now is more so a replacement. I'm going to say the universe because saying God makes some people a little uncomfortable and I don't know who believe in God. So let me just go with this type thing. Mm-hmm. That's like um, one of my one of my coaches, she's agnostic. So she doesn't believe in God, but she believes in like a higher power and whatever, whatever, the universe. Um, we were at a con, what do you call it? Anyway, the the campus queen was being um, crowned and the person was like, oh, I want to thank God for giving me this opportunity. And she looked at me and she was like, so a big man in the sky gave you the opportunity to be a queen at a university. A big man in the sky did that. Okay, cool, cool. I was like, oh, Lord. Okay. So, um, so the universe is the higher power that did that? She's just saying that she put herself in the position to, like, be the campus queen, not right. God. Like, God ain't had nothing to do with this little, little itsy-bitsy thing. Like, like, this is super minuscule to what you would believe that God had his hand in. And she was like, so God did that. God did that. And it's like, oh, Lord, I'm not even going to comment because... Right. And it's so touchy. And I, I mean, I guess... My question is, because you said some people believe in a higher power than you said the universe. So the universe is the higher power? Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. This <laughs> is my that's, thing. Right, so, but that's how they make it seem. Like the universe is like the higher power over life. How is a creation? How does that have power? How does something that was created by someone have more power than who created it? Yeah. And if it's a higher power, the universe that you worship, for me, it's like, how does that make sense to acknowledge that as a source if that didn't just, all these things didn't just come into being to be the universe? It came from somewhere. So how do we comfortably acknowledge a creation? Right. But then people that believe that also believe in like the Big Bang Theory where something in the sky just threw up and the universe was created. So, yeah. That's, that's how that, yeah. <laughs> this, see, this, this is the thing with this topic. Like, I just don't. It's so much questions. So many questions. So many questions. And it's like, you really, so if you want to be, you could be careful how you approach it. But anyway, I asked a friend of mine by the name of Makara, owner of Hello Cupcake, shameless plug, mm-hmm. best cupcakes and cakes in the Sayana so um but she said and i'm gonna paraphrase she said people want god to be palatable and he's really not he's not easy to digest but that is the point he is not a bite-sized god and because we know and understand this it keeps us in a place of constant reverence and awe 
He created the universe that we are trying to attribute his sovereignty to. How does the universe have as much power as he does? Mm. Now, I guess it's easy for us being Christians and people who believe in God to say, I guess I'd really want to have a conversation with someone who acknowledges the universe more than they do God to figure out why. Yeah. Because I had a friend, I really wish I remembered verbatim what his post was or what his words were to me. But it's something I replied to a post and he said something about, he used the universe instead of saying God. And I was like, what do you mean? What's that? (laughs) You mean... You mean God? I mean, I just, I just ask in because yeah. I, I don't know. But I really want to understand. Sorry, go ahead, Shani. No, no, no. I just think that sometimes people use that term loosely too. And not knowing. Why? But not even not knowing, but just loosely because it is like popular now to say things like, oh, the universe did this or blah, 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 blah. And... Because more people are more open, because more people are more judgy now, because everything is like on social media and stuff like that. I feel like the two worlds clash. Like, uh, I judge in you, but like I get it. But why you why use that term and why do this and why do that? They like to mix up the universe with manifesting too. They say, "Oh, I'm manifesting this into the universe." So I believe in the whole manifesting thing. Manifesting meaning like like you're praying, but that's 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 it. That's it. You praying for something and you you speaking it. You speaking it into existence and you're using your words to acknowledge that this is something that you want so i could sit here to y'all and be like y'all in the next 10 years i want to open up a performing arts high school right that's i feel like that is me manifesting it speaking it into my life now i'm going to take that and pray about it and talk to god about it that's me praying I feel like that's the two different things. Now, someone may have another view, but that's my understanding of like manifesting something mm-hmm. is speaking it into existence. And so you don't praying. So you don't think if I say something long enough that I want and I believe this thing, whatever it is, um, that all of me knowing that I want this will work towards that thing? Yeah. So how is that? <laughs> See, um, I don't get it. I don't get it because like, how how do I give myself the credit for, oh, I manifested. I mean, okay, cool. But if I make up my mind to do just about anything. Anything, sure. Because what is it? Faith without work is dead or something. But then that's the thing. That's what I'm getting at. Isn't that faith though? So we just don't want to call it to be, we just don't want to call it faith because faith is too biblical or like what? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) She she figured y'all out. (laughs) No, for true. (laughs) Because faith is, look at me going to the scripture. Um, the substance of things not seen. Mm. There we go. 
a woman of God. But for true, but that's honestly, that's what the Bible says. And this is believing something without seeing it. I said that earlier. So if I believe that in 10 years, I'm going to have mm, a, a major singing career or something and have millions of dollars, right? No, but if I, if I believe that, and if I really, really believe that, I'm going to make sure, even, even if it's subconsciously, <clears throat> two things that will put me in a position to have that in 10 years. Sure. But like the, the act of speaking it out, like, you know how people do, um, what do you call it? Vision boards. Vision board. I feel like that's an act of like manifesting. You manifesting this into your life because you putting it out there, you putting it on paper, you putting it in that's, the world or whatever. That's also faith. This is my point. So if I have faith enough, if I have faith enough to believe, God forbid, if I, let's say I can't have kids or something, and I'm telling you all, Coalesty, in five years, I'm going to have a son. Aside, um, rather than, sorry, aside from what medical reports might say, I tell in your list, I have a son in five years, <clears throat> excuse me. And I believe that and I display my faith. Me speaking that is, is that's my faith though. That's my faith speaking. That's not sure. my, the act of me speaking that is not manifestation. When the child comes. That's yeah. a manifestation of what you said. That's my faith though. Right, manifestation of faith. The child that's would the be the object of my faith. Of why is manifest but it's okay so why is so i want to understand why we use in the word manifest over if i mean obviously they have sometimes i just right, i really why, don't get it but why is it such a problem to use the word manifest you know why is it a problem to use god and why are we more comfortable saying universe instead of god well, I don't see a problem with that. But no, I'm, I'm just like I'm the just... faith and manifest. Faith and manifest. They Why? seem to tie in. Okay, sure. And so does the God and universe thing. This goes back to all my point being that it's just to me, and this is my opinion, it just seems like a more comfortable replacement. Okay, so I be in Mando. <laughs> So, <laughs> you were looking for statistics, eh? No, I look at dic- the dictionary. So, manifest the verb is show a quality or feeling by one's act or appearance, demonstrate. So, Lizzie manifested signs of severe depression. That's the explanation. So, it's just a showing of something, right? And then, be evidence of proof. Bad industrial relations are often manifested in strikes. Okay. Um, okay, this isn't really proving my point. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you though. I got you. I yeah. It's just like a I showing of or whatever. A showing of what? Of what? What God are we showing? Done. Of what God has done. <laughs> of what we believe what we... God to do in our lives. So I believe. But for those God people does... who don't believe in God, who are talking about manifesting, what are we manifesting, guys? Okay. And I'm not asking it in a way to judge anybody because people will believe what they want to believe. This is why I said I want to have a conversation with someone who believes this kind of thing that I could kind of shed more light on it. What are we manifesting? Yeah. Well, Claudia, you know? (laughs) 
Okay. See, I can only talk from my side being a, a believer of God and the word of God and all that. Um, so it's confusing for me. To me, it just seems like the comfortable route or what the Bible talks about, people worshiping creation rather than the creator that's literally in the Bible. So seeing the things that it talks about just in your face like that, it's like, okay, I, I get it. I understand the side of it because I believe that. But why is this a thing? Yeah. Life screen. <laughs> any more? Any views? Anyone? Any any more inputs? Because that's all my points tell. It's too noisy. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I just think the idea of the whole, I, I just guess just going back on the astrology thing, like I believe in astrology, mm-hmm. um, but like you said, that's like a manifestation of what God created. I, that's like the final kaboom right there. So why do you believe in astrology? Because I think that it is a true representation of people and like where people are in certain parts of their lives um like if you i haven't studied it deeply so don't don't come around now um but when you when you read about like my sun sign is aries um and who so i've looked at my natal chart and i've started studying it right literally my um moon sign my sun my rising they all literally are the real representations of like who i am inside and all these things and my emotions and where they come from and why and that so is that to say that all aries are the same person no but when you look at your 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 birth chart it literally breaks down who it breaks it down for like where the sun the moon whatever whatever was at the time of your birth so you yourself that's yours period that ain't have to do with someone else born on april 8th that don't have nothing to do with someone else born on april 9th you onto something i knew that i i i was yeah april 8th hello that's cute. <laughs> born on April 9th. Um, I like astrology once people don't use it as a crutch for shitty behavior. Yeah, yeah. I act this way because I'm a Gemini. Yeah, like I do it. You know, I'm an Aries, so I could be yeah, a little fiery, a little, little impulsive. Oh, Polly, it's my sign. But uh, right. I can't help that. Okay, I am who I am. <laughs> But, you know, in reality, we have choice and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, whatever. See, now. I believe that. Look it up. <laughs> Say look it up. <laughs> I, somewhere in my brain is saying that that could be another comfortable approach as opposed to having to look really <laughs> deep inside at our ugly selves or at mm-hmm. our okay, the way that will show you opinion opinion yeah but it could show you that because you look in that's what i'm saying it's a comfortable as as claudia said crutch i could say i'm not saying that it is my opinion 
Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it could be viewed as okay this explains this or that explains that as opposed to me actually doing the work to get to know myself and understand my trauma or my behavior or why I do this that and the next or whatever however I am yeah I disagree mm. I don't I... see I don't believe in astrology so mm-hmm. I am not I wouldn't follow that up and how but however accurate it may sound, I still wouldn't yeah. I just don't believe in it. I, I don't believe that you have to choose. I believe that you could believe in astrology. I believe that you could believe in God. I believe that you could believe in whoever else. You could have beliefs from different places and um make the choice. Oh and make the, and make the choice um or whatever. But yeah, that's that for me would go into a very deep conversation that would happen at a later time because yeah. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't think you could believe in God and pick beliefs from other places. But um, I mean, I guess I use that. I, I worded that wrong. You mm-hmm. can for me. Mm-hmm say I believe what the Bible says and then pull, I guess, different things from other places that don't, that go against what the Bible says. Right. But I don't feel like these things go against what the Bible is saying. I'm not saying that that's what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Later Claudia. Day. Anything else for us? For our oh, listeners? Guys, I recovered from COVID. Amen. Hallelujah. That's it right there. I am free in the name of Jesus, okay? We love that. Have you been on the road yet? Well, I have to go to work, so technically... Oh, yeah, so you're seeing outside. I'm so happy. It's on Friday, so yeah, I don't have COVID no more. So yeah. yeah. My bad. I'm very happy to have that. Thank you so much. Any closing remarks, Miss Comer? Um, wash your hands, wear your mask, stay away from people. Use Claudia, honestly. <laughs> and <laughs> research some dance moves. Um, take a breath, move a little bit today, whatever, whenever you listen to this. Um, yeah, release yourself. Thank you, Dare. You have been a wonderful guest for the first time in the Gal Cave. It has been a pleasure. Claudia, please take us out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I was looking for something motivational, you know, to take us all on our afternoons, like whatever time you guys are listening to this. And, you know, some words Lady Gaga left with me. French, you know. And she said, just dance. I'm going to be okay. Amen. No, that's not the real one. That's not the real one. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Helen Keller said, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But we often, but often we look so long at the door closed that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. Mm. Wow. Yeah. A word. That, that is food for thought. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as soon as something goes wrong, I think something goes right. So mm-hmm. keep on keeping on. That's mm-hmm. it and that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's enough. This has been a pod called Yeah. Real conversations, our interpretation, behaving persuasion. That's the way that we